What's up, freaks? Welcome back to the Freaks Procast presented by the Proc Space. It is episode 47 and it is um, March 11th today, right? March 11th. And I'm here in the moon base together with uh, my co-host Randy, as always, and a special guest. Special guest. Kai Metzner. Hello. Uh, uh, you might remember him from the very first episode. He was our yes. sidekick then, right? For the Matter was Mortem it? interview. Oh, was this the first episode of the it podcast? Was a, yeah, yeah. You, you also were kind of like the technical art yeah. director because yeah. you, we were doing the Skype call the first episode. We didn't know what to do, so you were like sitting in and... Wow, yeah. and, and, and having Agnete in the podcast. Yeah. This was the thing, where yeah. Agnete joined us via yeah. Skype. Yeah. yeah, that was the very first episode. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. And the start of the Howl of the Underdogs yeah. movie yeah. project. So, funny. All um, roads lead to back to here. And uh, anybody else that is listening to the podcast and knows Freaks will know Kai from his yeah. face and voice from a bunch of different things because he's shot so many of the freaks, uh, documentaries. The bad yeah. ones. Uh, all <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, we also don't, we, we, we don't, uh, we have a policy in the, um, uh, here in the office now in the moon base, uh, uh don't yantelor yourself. Ah, there's no yantelor. <laughs> so in the end, the yantelor is don't, don't, don't brag. Don't, don't, don't brag. No, don't downplay your own achievements. Oh, so I shot the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, and you talked about the good ones in our little uh, Randy and Kai's excellent yeah. commentary, commentary show. Yes. Um, we also did at least one or two favorite album um, videos uh, some years ago. And uh, Kai was also in the first few Freaks podcasts, which we haven't really kept up since the podcast kind of took over. But... Sorry you know him, that. you love him. <laughs> Kai yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm nodding for anybody He's who not. can't He's see. <laughs> um, uh, just uh, to, to get this introduction over with, actually, there's a lot on my list for the introduction because, uh, yeah, okay, first, this episode, what, what are we going to do? We, we're going to do a uh, What's in Your Walkman section with Kai, of course. Um, and then we'll, we're going to talk about something that's going on right now in the world, uh, which is, of course, the coronavirus. And it's affecting um, our industry, the music industry, the live music industry, uh, severely, of course. And we, we're just going to yeah, talk about it we're a little jam. bit. But then uh, I have a brand new interview for you guys uh, uh, with the lovely franchise of Fractal Universe. So stay tuned until the end of the episode. Um, last episode, we talked about prog re reunions. Um, yep. Uh, because yeah, of that Genesis thing. Uh, maybe Kai, you wanna you wanna chip in any 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 favorite reunions that happened in 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 your music uh, ac actively music fan time uh, or any reunions that you're still hoping for. I mean, the first thing that comes to my mind is like Rage Against the Machine being yeah. on tour right now, which is and just from the run for the tickets and the yeah. general enthusiasm about that just tells us what kind of band we we are missing here to get back on stage. So this was great. And what I'm hoping for, um, uh, the new Intronaut just came out. So I'm, <laughs> maybe... Maybe they can. Yeah, maybe maybe I come up with something later. Yeah, yeah. Just just uh, 
do a noise and then uh, we'll we'll stop the current conversation that will go on by then. <laughs> um, I have uh, some some bands to add. I want to add some bands uh, to to those we mentioned last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, first and foremost, uh, one that was on my list, but I kind of overlooked because we jumped a little bit back and forth of um, on that list, and that was Slice the Cake um, because they are going to headline the UK Tech Fest Friday and um, their uh, album, I think 2015 or 2016 album, uh, Odyssey to the West is is a is one of the best albums of the l- last decade. Definitely, it's some crazy. Uh, it is, yeah, and the uh, like. The core is death core. <laughs> is but, it but um there's so much more to it and it's probably one of the most brutal albums i really really enjoy and um yeah quite recently just last week we had um an, a new release with the same singer gareth mason he's also the second singer in novena together with oh, ross yeah. jennings yeah and um, yeah, I, I I just wanted to to highlight uh, the reunion of Slice the Cake because that's also something they broke up actually because of the release of um, uh, Odyssey to the West, but now they 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 they're back and a lot of fans in the uh, scene, including me, are very happy about that. Um, and then one one you brought up uh, in yeah. during the last week, uh, but you weren't sure if we should mention them because it was never really really, really a band as such. But uh, we we've been talking about them uh, already on the broadcast of the our favorite debuts, right? Yeah, and that was Enyak Requiem. Yeah, from, from as a band that we would wish would. Get back together, yeah. Uh, not as one that is doing a reunion, but one that we yeah. would like a wish list. Yeah, but en- right. Enya, who? Enya, Enya Requiem. Enya Requiem. Yeah, I thought the the Enya. Enya. <laughs> yeah. Did she split up? <laughs> Enya. She made a requiem. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> um, no, it was just uh, the the album was uh, completely uh, like everything was. Um, recorded and programmed by this one guy. Yeah, and I mean, in the booklet there is a band. Yeah, a couple of those guys also play in Haji's Kitchen, for instance, and uh, also played with Thought Chamber and and all those bands. So um, yeah, there's there just, was a band maybe, but I, I I have no idea if they did did any shows yeah. back then in the United States. Um, yeah, one of, in my opinion, one of the best neoclassical prog metal albums. Um, it's funny because it's not really even doesn't even like look like a neo like a neoclassical album. Like the cover art has like a like a like one of those plastic army soldiers on it, like in space. Yeah, very very green space very, space eternal void. Yeah, so it like doesn't have it more feels science fiction, but the music has definitely like a a big neoclassical feel. Yeah. Um, the two next ones on my wish list, they, I, they, they are kind of connected for me because I saw kind of both of them uh, recently. Um, 
at the, the Hammer of Doom Fest in Würzburg um, more than one year ago, I think. And um, there was uh, Wild Haven Wept and Savior Machine. Oh, yeah. Uh, Wild Haven Wept um, did a kind of, that came back out of their retirement or whatever um, to jump in for Proc Power, Proc Power, U- Proc Proc Power say, USA yeah. um, because they had a last minute cancellation last year. Um, Due to a visa thing, right? Probably. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's it's just a shame that they called it quits because I was uh, last week I was listening to their last studio album, uh, Suspended at Ophelion again, and it's just stellar stuff. It's hmm. the 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 strings intro alone is goosebumps inducing. That like the the composition the compositional quality is amazing and the other one is the savior machine on that hammer of doom festival yeah. i saw um actually the singer eric clayton with his kind of new band and that it was a little bit of a bummer because he was mixing so many cover uh versions with some savior machine tracks and yeah. I, and i just yeah. wish that that like this real savior machine band would get back together and play that like crazy music it, crazy in a sense of um uh, symphonic and operatic yeah. almost. Um, they did the Legend 1, 2, 3 yeah. records, right? Yeah. Yeah, these yeah. were actually um, impossible to get in the US, so they were kind of legendary. <laughs> um, uh, I remember like in the late 90s, that was like, the, those albums were like, talked about a lot on the internet, but I couldn't get them and, uh, in the US, or if it was possible, it would have cost it, a ton think, of money. I think they were on, 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 on Massacre Records, and then there was also that controversy um, that Massacre Records, after a couple of years, did, like the last official album was Legend 3 Part 1, uh, okay. and they were like, Eric Clayton also got cancer, and, and so the production was delayed, and he recovered, and he was like such a perfectionist that he never was satisfied with the album but at one oh, okay. at one point i think massacre records just released uh legend three part two without the consent of the band so that was also huge controversy and the band made a huge statement that this is not a, not an official saving machine record and what whatever oh, okay. I, I i've actually never listened to it even though it's on spotify oh yeah then i'll have to go back and finally hear it <laughs> um but yeah legend part three was the one i listened to yesterday it's it has a very apocalyptic feel, and sometimes oh, I like fitting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, another the, the the last of the reunion um, wishes would be Beyond Twilight for me. Ah, okay. Um, from from, yeah. from from Denmark with various um, various singers, sc- right? various Scandinavian singers, yeah. and and a couple of crazy albums. Even though they Karen Land was the first one, right? Yeah, and then on, just, uh, the Devil Holds of Fame, and then was Kelly Sandon Kelly Sandon Car- Carpenter, Carpenter on yeah. on Section X. Yeah, um, and then for the love of art and the making. Um, there were several singers on that as well. I feel like Devil's Hall of Fame was on my debut albums uh, list, yeah, at least so. at least as a um, honorable uh, yeah, mention. Yeah, because yeah, uh, um, and and they are so unique because there's, uh, I mean, they they you, you kind of could say they're like a melodic prog metal, uh, but they're they're crazier, they're more extreme without being extreme metal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, so I'm hip to your jive. <laughs> I have no idea if they ever played live or anything. 
because that that main guy, the keyboarder Finn Zierler, ah, he yeah, he did he did actually a, a solo album with his own name, Zierler, and I never got around to really listen to it, uh, like uh, 2017 or something. Okay, I will have to go back to that yeah. and 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 check that out in retrospect. Um, that was a long intro uh, talking about the last episode and having Sorry, some Kai. Having, <laughs> having, having some more thoughts on last episode. Um, uh, yeah, on Monday we had, of course, the um, the what's hot list again article and blog on, post. on on the on the prog space. And there were some really, really cool new singles. Some of them we will also mention, of course, uh, hopefully at the end of the month, at mm -hmm. the Best of March, uh, in the Best of March episode. Um, yeah, we had a new Green Carnation single. We had a new The Hirsch Effect single, for for example. Ooh. New Mekong Delta single. That's good. Have you have you heard the new No, no, Hirsch no. Effect? We, we, we shared it in the band group earlier. And, ah, okay, and, yeah. You got to check it out. It's good. And it's crazy. I didn't want to hear it like in the car. Yeah. yeah. Because I might actually like, like they, 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 run somebody over when we can't listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> we, we can talk about that in a second. Um, as always, as well for the what's hot list, as well as for our uh, episodes. I always compile the Spotify lists, and don't forget to listen to the to 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 subscribe to the Spotify playlist as well, so you can check out the music actually. What, what do you say about what do you want to say about this as a regular broadcast listener, Kai? <laughs> I was I was just uh, still thinking about do I wish any band to like re reunite and uh, while you were talking about it, and I was thinking, I mean, all the the great legendary bands from my youth in the nineties like came back, like Face No More, Rage Against the Machine are back, and Tool are back. So there are none of these legendary bands which were technically possible to come back. Uh, and the, all the other ones, yeah. uh, there are members that yeah. Pantera, Queen. I don't know. This is yeah. there, there's no reunification, reunification uh, yeah. possible. And all the and I more wish for like bands who are still active to more make like an album which was like. Back in the day, I think ah. this is if I had a wish list. If the yeah. fairy would come along, I would say, make this band, um, yeah, stop them evolving into terrains I don't like. <laughs> make, it, make an album like in the eighties or I don't know. So I mean, I'd, even um, and this is a, a, a record that just came out, like Body Count, yeah, uh, getting yeah. back together. Yeah. I mean, not very prog, but. Uh, I guess it was prog at the time, though, in a way, because it combined yeah. this hip hop with yeah, totally. uh, also heavy the, metal, like like uh, yeah, just yeah, the Hirsch effect just uh, did that as well in the new song some, to some extent. They did what? <laughs> <laughs> Look, looking for Spoil spoiler, spoiler alert. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, Spotify playlists. Don't forget to check them out because that's where the music happening here. We all, all only talk about it yeah. and nerd out. Um, and you had a question for me. Yeah, that was about the Spotify playlist. Uh, how, uh, how is it for, for, for you as a regular uh, broadcast listener to, to listen to the broadcast, to, to the actual episode and then check out some songs maybe? Do, do you actually use the Spotify playlist? Absolutely. And I found a new favorite <laughs> band there. And I think I even commented it on the, on the internet, like Insect Arc. Insect yeah. Arc, Insect yeah. Arc. Uh, Ambient awesome. doom. That's, that's great. <laughs> Instrumental <laughs> ambient doom. The, the meta. I mean, what's not to like? The meta of this, though, is that we talked about it on the podcast, uh, but only briefly. You created the playlist. Kai 
wrote insect art exclamation and i was like who the hell's that let me check them out and then i then i downloaded the album yeah, uh, is it, is know, it, yeah. itunes e- e- so even even you uh didn't really uh, <laughs> I didn't even realize it if it real. wasn't for the playlist having him comment on then i was like oh who's this band <laughs> did you like it i think it's maybe a bit too slow for yeah you. i mean for me yeah it's a little yeah. bit too slow i i liked it. i listened to it one time all the way through while i was like folding laundry you know it's like a laundry fold <laughs> album the, the, for me the, the, <laughs> yeah, they're on tour. I do Marie Kondo my my closet. <laughs> by the way, too much information. Joy sparkles from Insect yeah. Arc while listening to Doom, slow Doom, <laughs> dirgy stoner rock. But it was pretty cool. I liked I liked the album and I liked the, the artwork and the name and stuff. It's yeah. like they they are on tour in in Europe uh, actually right now. Uh, sadly, they're not coming through Munich, but uh, maybe another time. All right, what's in your Walkman, Kai? Insect arc. <laughs> Actually, yeah. So in my Walkman, I mean, it's super spontaneous that I jumped in here, so I have to open my Walkman. But I know... What's yeah, Kai, in I know Kai showed up to pick up some lights for a shoot, <laughs> and we were like, hey, a special guest for the podcast. And I was like, I was waiting for this <laughs> since ever. So insect arc. And then um, I think yesterday, Randy, I sent you an... Uh, Metal Injection article or Metal oh. Hammer article, like albums that turned 25 years. Yeah, this and year? I sent that list to so da- to Dario to say, "Hey, can this we talk about this?" And he it's said, oh, I said no. <laughs> In the end, there's there's an album of that which I um, been listening to the last two days. Um, um, a uh, a black metal album called uh, Orchid. Oh, uh, <laughs> an artsy black metal album called Orchid. Artsy, yeah, an artsy from a small town of Stockholm, Sweden. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, give us give us a favorite song from the Insect Arc uh, album. Um, I think I have one. Um, it's uh, Swollen Sun. It's uh, the second last track because uh, this is more electronic. Um, yeah. Cool. And I mean, playing one riff on the guitar, let it sit for like a couple of minutes. We already have sun O's. So you don't know. <laughs> is this new? I don't know. But bringing some e- electronical elements into dark and doomy stuff uh yeah this this is stuff i always like cool and and from orchid from orchid um mm. uh, as this uh, i i feel randy's eyes on me <laughs> like running. judging there's, there's the one twilight is my uh, twilight okay. is my uh, pajama or something like that <laughs> uh, the twilight twilight is my rope twilight is my rope Robe or rope? Rope. <laughs> rope. Robe, right? Robe. It, it is rope. Undies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, great. Cool. I, I, yeah, I mean, speaking of the Orchid album, I, like, I think Morning Rise and Still Live for the... One of those was the first. So Orchid I actually heard a lot later, too. The best thing about this podcast, we don't have to mention the band because everybody <laughs> no. knows. <laughs> yeah, and we're not going to... They will yeah. not be named. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> did maybe maybe I didn't name them, but that uh, like maybe maybe it was uh, uh, swallowed in your chatter. Uh, all right, swallowed <laughs> into the insect arc <laughs> in twos. Um, what's in your Walkman, Randy? Uh, a few things actually, but um, it's uh, cool. I also brought two today. <laughs> uh, okay, so I got two. Um, yeah. So the first one would be definitely more in the prog zone. It would be the new Novena album, uh, which. Uh, it's really cool. It's the new project, or 
it's the second record technically, right? From yeah, they had an EP in 2016. Right, and this it's a um, debut full-length album. Ross from Haken's other band, yeah. I guess. Um, and what surprised me when I first heard that they were putting out stuff was like that it was kind of a Haken-like band. So I thought it was a, kind of a surprise to have like a second band that was a little bit like Haken. But... Um, but they're they're not. I mean, there are a few parts that are Haken-like, and certainly having Ross as the main vocalist, there's a lot of vocal melodies that feel very Haken. But I think, um, but I think they don't feel like uh, contemporary Haken. They feel like Aquarius uh, yeah. Um, visions. Yeah, older era, and, and it's definitely like really proggy. I mean, like you, yeah. what you said was like that it was very diverse, and I think you're absolutely right. It's incredibly diverse. Yeah, uh, and there's like this one song, um, Carazon. Carazon. Which is like, just turns into like a Spanish, like uh, Latin jazz. Co Corona sun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think somebody did this. I, I also had a laugh because when, when you said it's a project by, and then I was thinking like of like a couple, like 10 names came into my head. Like, who is it? Diego, Nathan, Richard, Dan. No, it's Ross. <laughs> so, because all the other ones are on tour with Devin. At yeah, the moment. exactly. <laughs> And, uh, and so, and so what would be Coruscant are also the 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 one for the playlist from you? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, and and you also told me before I listened to it all the way through that there was going to be spoken word, yes. which for me is always like yes, <laughs> yes. I want to I want uh, to hear your verdict or your your take on it. At What's first, I was like, why? And then I was like, okay, that's why, <laughs> because then you know when because because it goes on for quite a while and it gets super serious and yeah. personal and and that, that that's that's basically what you get on slice the cake only with that core. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. So I, I it it fit for me. It didn't it didn't that's uh, cool. destroy it. So I really yeah. liked the album. I was pleasantly surprised because I was a little afraid that I was not going to like it because I'm not listening, I think, to a lot of this kind of prog metal stuff like these days. Um, yeah. uh, and I was a little worried of not being in in there, but I, I, I really enjoyed it. And I would say Ross really sh shines a lot on the record. Like get really cool vocal melodies, really cool harmonies that he does. I like the mix of the guttural stuff from the other singer and him. Yeah. So, Gareth Mason, a very cool uh, record, and the ba the the ba the bass is yeah. also to, to to mention here uh, yeah, from uh, Mode Low. Uh, he he also plays with with uh, Sludge, maybe you know. Sludge. Oh yeah, yeah. and um, who's <laughs> the other singer? Uh, Gareth Mason from Slice the Cake. Ah, okay, yeah, the name kind of rings a bell. Yeah, uh, so I mean, it's a new record. It just came out a week ago, or a week and a half, two weeks ago. I think it was last year. In Corona time, everything is like, <laughs> days are stretching. Um, and so my second one, to, 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 to finish it up, my second album, of course, is, but I don't think it's out yet, maybe, <laughs> is the new Hyborian. <laughs> when does that come out, actually? Um, I, I will talk about it, and, and I, so, will say, I will tell you in, in a second. I have the new Hyborian album. I'm in the press. Don't judge me. Uh, and it's amazing. So anybody that's going to be um, looking forward to that, um, it was was on on my list of favorite albums from twenty eighteen. Yes. Um, again, yeah. it was the other part of the first yeah. episode. <laughs> it was in my category because Mastodon and Red Fang didn't put out an album this year. I did remember, or did Baroness remember and Red yeah. Fang, or something like this. Uh, and this album, I think, blows it out of the water already. It's it's really heavy. It's got a little bit more melody in it, 
which is okay. like a, a thing that some of these bands tend to do is like to start to get a little bit more melodic, but it doesn't sacrifice any of the heaviness and um, awesome riffs. I read the book. There's a book um, that the singer wrote, guitar player, singer. And it, ca- it came with the... No, you had to buy that separately um, from their, you know, from their band camp or wherever that was. Um, it, it came out actually like, uh, I want to say almost a year ago. It's like a little novella and it's basically the story of the album. Uh, and it's a science fiction story and I, I really liked that. So the album is is kind of that, I think that complete book. So that's that's a pretty cool concept to also dive into. Looking forward to it coming out and getting it on LP. That's my my plan. Um, so you you can check back. There's I think there's three singles already out. Yeah, there's and, several singles. And 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 you can tell me later which yeah. one of the three I should Absolutely. put in the. Yeah, they're all great. So uh, it's gonna be out on twentieth of March. Right. So, so next week. Yep. Uh, cool. Uh, Dario, what's in your Walkman? <laughs> Um, actually something Novena related because, um, side project from the, no, no, um, it's actually a band that's, uh, that are going to play on the release show, um, on April 3rd in London Mm. and that's Azure. Uh, I saw the, uh, guys at Euroblast also brought an an interview interview Mm -hmm. with them. And they have a full-length album, which is called Wish for Spring, which I listened to yesterday. And now today, on the on my way here, I listened to the EP called A Red Tale. It's okay. just one 25-minute song or something. And it was so cool to, to see like the, the development, the progress yeah. from, from the first uh, full-length debut, Wish for Spring. Today, actually, a very nice spring day here in Munich. But uh, we have... Uh, like a storm warning again. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, and and red, red tail uh, is is the uh, not as much all over the place as wish for spring war. So so they you see how they 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 grow as composers, which is a really cool thing. So I'm super excited about the upcoming second full-length album mm. which is produced by gareth mason <laughs> oh okay there's the connection <laughs> yeah um so um cool. that would be azure with red tail and the other thing is a single uh from monday's what's hot section and that comes from australia from Eben ivory explosions yeah. after dark yeah um uh, d- okay d- uh kai you know them because um I think when we did the Opeth night at your house or, <laughs> or some other thing, we watched some videos. We watched a ginger video and we watched a video where they filmed that it was like the guy we, we, having the reoccurring uh, day. With, with, with the, with the, with with the, the marionette. marionette. Yes. Yes. Remember, and then the house is like burning yeah, 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 or something. Yeah. 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 And they're breaking the nice fourth video. wall. They're breaking the fourth wall. And then there's like a film, ca- From film the house. team. One of the four walls from the house. <laughs> exactly. Uh, remember, there's like a film team when yeah. he decides to cut, and then they like chase him into the room. Yeah. So they have a new single out, right? Yeah, it's I called haven't heard it yet. Explosions After Dark, and it slaps very hard. It's uh, it's a very genty slap like. And what was the band's name again? Eben Ivory. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> slap like no. Slap like no. Epico. 
and then just can't get enough of it. It's so good. It it's so good, and it's gonna end up at the. I loved this the last the, single. So yeah, it's it's uh, it's a lot more genty screaming there, oh, okay. which I'm usually not that biggest fan of. But they do it so well, and something th- something is different about them. Maybe 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 it's the Australian thing. <laughs> and is there yeah. They're good at their prog. And uh, is there any news about this being a record or something? Because when nope. the first thing, okay, just digital but singles. I think they they. It's the new way. They they. This is the way. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> they they are going on tour with Caligula's Horse uh, through the United States. I think. Hold, soon. hold on now. Th- does this band have a record out? I'm not sure. They wow. got one single. They got every, no. an older record out. Yeah, right? I mean, I think so. Because I mean, you don't just release one or two digital singles and then support Caligula's Horse in the U.S. 2015, the only constant. Okay, so uh, they have some albums out. Okay, cool. Yeah, we just yeah. Uh, just landed on our radar in this past year. Yeah, thanks to Maxwell de Sable, the drummer of Archetype. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, wicked. Um, that was the what's in our Walkman's section. All right, y'all. Now, now it's a big topic. <laughs> how's everybody, we're, we're all, how's everybody feeling? <laughs> Who's got the cough? <laughs> <coughs> yeah. So, yeah, um, I think uh, we are all pretty chill and calm. Yeah, although my my kids' school like called today and said, okay, all parents have to pick up their kids because mm-hmm. uh, there's been one case. So I mean, we're in Munich for the people listening, and yeah, it's it was known that we were going to start getting you know the coronavirus because a lot of people vacation in Italy, um, yeah. and we just had the the winter vacation from the schools, and a lot of people go down to Italy to ski to northern Italy, and of course, Italy is on lockdown now. And the people who returned um, were supposed to, yeah, keep the kids out of school for two weeks and stuff. And, you know, that doesn't happen. And, you know, so now there's more and more cases. And the thing that we wanted to talk about today is that there's been a lot of tour cancellations and event cancellations. But as Michael Shedder said it on on Facebook the other day, um, that the state of Bavaria has now canceled all events with over a thousand people. But... That's no problem for the prog f- crowd. <laughs> life yeah. is life is life as usual. Um, I think the first b- bigger tour in our scene that uh, was canceled was uh, certainly Sons of Apollo. Yeah, first tour, and I mean, what you saw in America already was the South by Southwest closed. That was, yeah. I think, the first big uh, international festival. Yeah, I saw of music I, I, and the, film, and there was a Canadian. Tech Death Band, Annex of Ire, I think. It was Annex of Ire who were supposed to play... Uh, South by Southwest. South by Southwest. South by Southwest. Yeah. West. And, uh, yeah. Um, I think it's... it's um, Apart from being a huge hit on the global economy as a huge global thing, of course, the um, music and entertainment industry and the business and and also a lot of smaller bands will be greatly affected by all those cancellations. Sure. Um, a, a lot of local promoters and and uh, 
uh, people who organize festivals and uh, uh, put on shows um, will lose a great deal of money. Yeah, because I think it's multi-sided, right? I mean, um, I know that when Sons of Apollo announced that they were going to cancel, a lot of people were like, uh, don't give in to the scare. And I mean, yeah. it's not it's not that they canceled because they're afraid of getting coronavirus because they can stay in New York and get coronavirus. Um, I, I think it's more when you're coming from the U.S. and, you know, so much is riding on, you know, having a good attendance, being able to pay for the venues, you know, like covering yeah. the cost of promotion – When people are, for one, avoiding large concerts or even being told by authorities to, to not go or yeah. canceling them, I mean, you're going to have like a bunch of your shows canceled or performing under what your expectations are. And then... Yeah, and, and here in Bavaria, we have also already, I think, the Ragnarok Festival canceled. And uh, one of my proc space colleagues, Louis, said that he's expecting that the Dark Easter Metal meeting at oh. the backstage probably will be canceled is um, that normally more than a thousand people yes i would i, I think it's all yeah. it's mo mo most of the time it's sold out and they play multiple stages right yeah, it's the yeah, whole okay. it's the whole backstage so and, and, and and the backstage where the biggest venue of the three is also already 1200 people i think yeah okay capacity. um yeah because there's still shows i mean we're supposed to be going tomorrow to to the backstage to interview a band so i'm uh, i'm going to the backstage today to interview a band yeah after we recorded this yeah so i mean there's here. still small shows and i mean me personally <clears throat> we have a tour booked in april in germany yeah and, and I, Switzerland. I, 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 i want to go to to london to the novena release gig yeah. and i have my flights booked and and everything and uh airbnb flat and everything um, I mean, some people are asking me if we should already be canceling our tour. I mean, what do you guys think? I don't think so. Um, I would wait. What's going to happen? There's, I think there's, we, we, we just, uh, yeah, there, there's the thing. Um, prognosis is uh, supposed to be happening uh, soon. I don't, yeah. I don't have the, the, the date in mind right now, but it's going to be soon. 20th, the w so, next weekend. Yeah, right. And uh, um, Sons of Apollo, of course, pulled out of it because they canceled the whole tour. And um, yesterday, actually, now that the um, spread in, in the Netherlands also got worse, um, the, the government also issued this thing that all... Um, Events above uh, the attendance of 1,000 people should cancel, but it's not like uh, mandatory yet. Yeah. And for now, the prognosis uh, promoters are uh, they put it put yesterday they put out a press release or uh, some information that they want to for now they want to go forward right. doing this. Uh, what was weird is that they said they they they're gonna cancel the clinics. The clinics. Uh, because of it, and that's like something I don't really get. But what are the clinics? These are like, um, I think this isn't just bands coming. The clinics are like professional industry people, right? Coming to the event and then like talking about stuff. Isn't that what it is? Yeah, it's kind of, it was kind of both. But it's like also like board, uh, Colstar was, uh, who, who was supposed to play with the rendezvous point uh was also supposed to do a, a drum clinic again and it's okay. like it's it's a room with people sitting on uh uh chairs and so so it one and and it's a lot less than in like in the big venue when the headliners play 
and it's like everybody has their their own space on the and their chairs. So I don't get why they canceled this part of them. <laughs> like, you know? I mean, honestly, maybe because that's an easy thing to cut. That's not that expensive. I mean, it's a lot maybe harder to to cancel bands. Yeah, that have already you've already paid for flights for the bands. Hotel rooms are booked. Okay, maybe you can cancel hotel rooms, especially under the circumstances. Yeah. Um, it also maybe lowers their projected amount of people that are coming um, to the clinics and the festival, so that maybe they stay under a certain. I'm sure there's like number crunching happening. Okay. Um, yeah. Or but, maybe a number of the attendees who were supposed to do clinics who aren't a part of the music festival were like, eh, yeah. I don't think I want to travel to there if this is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, um, another thing, what was a bit weird was. I mean, uh, I didn't see any of that, but uh, my best friend Nikki told me that there was a huge backlash already for Sons of Apollo for canceling the tour. Um, like, yeah, why are you giving in to this panic mongering and yeah. stuff? And and I, but I saw the same happening for um, people calling out Prognosis Festival for putting it forward still. And then were other people who were totally upset that somebody might think that because it's all, uh, yeah, just panic mongering and stuff. And and I was like, whoa, whoa, wait a second. I mean, there's, it is it is scary times, and we nobody should give in to panics, of course. But those safety precautions are. I don't think that they're overreactions. Yeah. Um, They're they, they they implement those for reason and not for no reason at all. Just to, uh, yeah, uh, they, they, they they wouldn't put those uh, safety precautions forward. Uh, the governments, I mean, uh, if there wasn't uh, like a reason behind it, because it hurts all, the economy. It hurts the economy big time. <laughs> yes, so they wouldn't do that. The uh, I think you can always take a look at Italy. And, I mean, it's not about like that somebody would not get the virus if he goes to a concert or not. It's just about not that the health system does not collapse. Yeah. And if you have too yeah. many people gaining, getting it one moment, then all the hospitals will collapse. And then you have yeah. a, a, and then a country like Italy. So big festivals, soccer games, yes. Yeah, I mean, then yeah. for one month and it will hurt the economy and we will have to find and make plans and smaller concerts. I mean, your tour, is it... It's sadly not a stadium tour yet with with the elephants. So yeah, we've downsized uh, for no. <laughs> like I, I think I read the current Justin Bieber tour got downsized from uh, stadiums to arenas or something. <laughs> yeah, but I mean your tour. Yeah, yes, of course. I mean some of the life will go on and no. maybe forty to eighty people, maybe. I think for th our shows, th a thousand. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, forty to eighty people. I mean, so, like yeah. the one of the the uh, the, um, the event, uh, the the club in Switzerland just put online the event. You know, like a few yeah. days ago. So I guess they're still expecting it to happen. But I guess that's what we should we have to worry about is whether the the clubs themselves decide. Okay, we're shutting down for yeah. a month, um, like the schools do, or yeah, I mean. It's a question. I think we, 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 yeah, all we can do is uh, wash our hands and remain calm and see what happens. Um, 
keep keep updated not by tabloid and yellow press please hmm. um and uh do we think the rage against machines tour is going to get canceled now uh well, when when's when is that I think it's in August or so. Ah, okay. Yeah, I mean they. About the, from from what I learned the le- in the last days, the government here in Germany, Bavaria, they decide from day to day yeah. uh, what to do, and this is the best thing. Look at the numbers, yeah. and in the end, in the numbers in China, at least that's what they tell us, are going <laughs> yeah. are yeah. going down. Yeah. And if this is the truth, then in South Korea too, and I think maybe South there's Korea more too. transparency yeah. there. And, yeah. Um, yeah, and then just. Every every country just has to, has to see that uh, that there is no chaos and that the yeah. health system does not collapse yeah, like, yeah. like like we, in Italy. We're we're gonna get through this. Um, um, of course, this is all speculations, but I would assume that uh, yeah, after in, in two months or so for the summer, we should be should be good again. We should pro- hopefully. We can log us ourselves in here and just keep podcasting. <laughs> Easy. Yeah. I mean, day, thank, thir- thank, day 87. <laughs> thank God for the internet. I mean, I think there are so many people out there who are like being at home for two weeks. Nice. Like, yeah, yeah. So many series to catch up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, many, like, so many broadcast episodes I can finally <laughs> listen to. <laughs> the internet's also responsible for all the panicky, though. Yeah. Too. I mean, yeah. Like, it, 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 is a, it, it is a double-edged sword. It's definitely. Um, yeah. Don't blame the internet. <laughs> <laughs> what did the internet ever do to you? <laughs> uh, yeah, and I just read uh, today, I guess, that Russian circles had to cancel. And I, yeah. I can see that for these U.S. bands, you know, yeah. or anybody coming from the U.S. or from like Australia or something. I mean, this is so far to travel for the risk of all your shows being canceled. I mean, yeah. it's, they probably already take a loss because they've already paid stuff and booked and promotion yeah. and stuff. And I mean... The promoters who are promoting the tour, I mean, they got to get paid. They did the work, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not their fault either, you know, or they don't get paid and then that hurts them too, you know. So like everybody, yeah. like you said at the beginning, Dario, that everybody's in that boat. And uh, Yeah. Then the um, car bomb is going forward. <laughs> yeah, they're going forward, except not Milan, obviously. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think uh, the Austrian date is also canceled. Yeah. I mean, you know, their shows may be under that radar. I mean, certainly the ones we're going to be filming with in the next d- days are probably also under the yeah. thousand. I think car bomb are going to play in the like 500, 600 venue. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. They're the, here Monday, I guess. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's on Monday. It's a uh, choir, choir, choir day for me, so sadly I can go. Choir boy. <laughs> yeah, cool. Um, stay stay healthy, stay everybody. Healthy, wash your hands. Wash and, your brains. Um, <laughs> sit in a dark room with the windows locked and doors locked while you listen to the interview that Dario did uh, coming up on the broadcast. Yeah, uh, Fractal Universe. Have you heard about them, Kai? Yeah, it kind of rings a bell. I mean, we've talked like about them a bunch on this show. Yeah. So, but I can't. Uh, yeah. Um. They they were playing last Saturday as the like it was the very last day of the tour with Obscura in Landshut in their hometown of Obscura. Uh, so the attendance was good. It was sold out actually in that in the Rocket Club in in Augsburg, uh, not Augsburg, Landshut. Uh, Landshut. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, the different direction, but uh, probably same distance from Munich as Augsburg 
and uh, they they play a really cool prog death metal, really groovy. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm just yeah. looking at the albums, and uh, I have never listened to it because I I could tell. And where There's are they a, from, Dario? They're from France. They're from France. Uh, yeah. Of course, of course. You mentioned it before. <laughs> That's why they are also handsome, well-groomed gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Gentlemen. Um, C'est un univers fractal. <laughs> Yeah, you 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 you're gonna get some some answers why all those song titles are that cryptic for anyone who hasn't studied philosophy or anything, um, and all that. Um, just stay tuned. Interview with Fractal Universe from France coming right now. Thank you, Kai, for being on the show today. Thank you, thank you guys for having me. <laughs> Thanks any, for stopping by. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's get his lights together so he can get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Take care. Stay safe. Uh, see you hands. next time. Freaks out. Freaks out. What's up, freaks? Uh, the broadcast is on the road again. I'm Today, today I'm here in Landshut. That's uh, like an hour north of Munich. And I'm sitting here in the tour bus with the lovely guys of Fractal Universe from France. How's it going, guys? It's going great. Um, it's uh, the whole band here. Um, we have Vince, who is a singer and guitarist, then Hugo, he's the lead guitarist, then Valentin on bass, and Clément on the drums. Um, so, um, you guys have two albums out, so um, maybe there's uh, still a lot of people who haven't heard of you. Um, so maybe you can introduce the band uh, quickly, uh, your origins, um, yeah, like how you, how you started out, uh, how this band came to be a band. Mm -hmm. Well, the band was founded in late uh, 2014. Actually, most of us have had known each other since uh, much longer than that, but uh, it didn't happen that we were able to make this band before because we were like uh, scattered in different parts of France. And we had this in our minds for a long time. So when we finally all came together um, again, we were able to, to form this band. And from that moment on, we uh, never stopped uh, on working on it. And that led us to where we are today, basically. Yeah. Um, and uh, what can uh, some uh, the listeners, what can they expect if they haven't heard of you? What kind of sound? How you, would you describe your sound? someone to someone who has never heard any anything from fractal universe before uh, we think about ourselves as a progressive death metal band so uh, of course there are a lot of extreme metal elements like blast beats rolling vocals but there are also a lot of different influences like uh, more jazzy colors uh, different instruments like percussions or also a lot of clean sounds clean vocals so all that blend together i think makes up our sound Great. Um, yeah, uh, as I mentioned at the beginning, you have two albums out so far. The first one was Engram of Decline in 2017, and then the second one last year, Resumes of Insanity, uh, which actually ended up as one of my favorite ba favorite albums of the year. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, what was uh, wh what would you say was uh, the difference for you um, between the two albums? Um, maybe both in as a like how how you approach the songwriting and the, and the production and recording process and also what do you think are the the main differences in sound the songwriting process was pretty similar i think 
for both albums, I am the main songwriter. So uh, basically I write the stuff at home and then send pre-productions over to the guys. So in that sense, nothing has changed in the way of working, I think. And of course, I think we have matured as a band, maybe uh, get a clearer sound, a uh, clearer, clearer idea of what we want to sound like. And uh, yeah, we have matured a lot, progressed a lot as musicians as well. Also, in terms of production, we went uh, in a good studio for the drum recording. But apart from that, nothing changed. We still work with the same guy at the sound, which is uh, Flavian Morel. And for the artwork thing, it's also a friend of us who work from the beginning, uh, which name is Shad. So not that much of difference between both albums, actually. Okay, cool. Um, when, when we look at the album and the song titles there like you you like my my uh, my co-host at the at the broadcast uh randy said once you you it looks like you 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 have uh to study uh something to understand it what's what's the meaning behind the the lyrics what what are your topics and and your concepts uh lyrically for for Fractal Universe songs? Uh, the first thing we should mention is uh, that we work uh, with a friend of us for the lyrics. His okay. name is Arthur Masso. So he's uh, basically the mastermind behind the, all the concepts. And uh, basically for the last one, uh, it is a concept album around the, um, the idea of insanity and how we uh, define it uh, in comparison to reason and also how uh, what place it has in our modern society. So. Uh, There is like it's like a deep study of uh, of all that, and in the end, it puts everything into balance. I think so. There's yeah, always like this philosophical, uh, psychological background to the lyrics. Okay, um, yeah, I I had the feeling uh, I, I I forgot to mention it before when we were talking more about the sounds of the two albums that that I definitely hear a, like a like a big step between the two albums, and the, the second sounds like really like you have found a unique unique sound uh in inside the progressive death metal genre because yeah the stuff you guys write and play um i don't know i this is uh, such a unique uh, mix of all these elements that i i i wouldn't know any other band that i could compare you guys to thank you <laughs> um so yeah, for resumes of insanity, um, you you toured already uh, a little bit, or you had had some some concerts already last year, and now the big tour with Obscura got dethroned to Thulkandra, and last year you played in in France a lot, I guess. Yeah. Also with the uh, with big names like uh, Cannibal Corpse and Napalm Death and White uh, Chapel and Black Dahlia Murder Black as well. Dahlia Murder yeah. and and Virum. Um, Yeah, how how was how was uh, the the touring cycle for Resomes of Insanity so far? And were there any highlights? Uh, you mean this tour? The the whole uh, all all the concerts you played for uh, the second album now. Ah, uh, we had uh, yeah huge highlights. Uh, one was uh, the show with Cannibal Corpse uh, in Limoges, France. It was a, a sold out show, and we had good uh, good crew attendance for us, even if we played first. Then uh, all the show with Black Dahlia Murders, Whitechapel, we also played a few festivals and all the show, but still, and this is, yeah, this tour is a huge accomplishment for us to be touring with Obscura for so many days and 
sharing the stage with them and go different and two Conrad's been a huge step for us. Great. Um, I mean, uh, last year I had already a lot of uh, bands uh, on at the broadcast, and and now just like. Uh, I think two interviews ago, <laughs> I started uh, a new uh, thing with with the bands, and that would be: uh, Could you guys pick three um, Fractal Universe songs that you think would, um, um, yeah, show the, the 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 band's sound most completely? And three three um, Fractal Universe songs and three songs. Uh, or maybe now that I have all, all four of you here, you can also pick four songs uh, from different artists, from different bands that uh, you especially dig right now, maybe something new from last year or from this year already, or something classic, whatever you want. Okay, so for Fractal Universe songs, I think uh, the first one I would go for is Flashes of Potentialities, which is like uh, one of our singles from the last album. It's a very catchy song, I guess, and it has a lot of different atmospheres, so it's, um, it uh, kind of sums up everything we do. Uh, then, what other songs would you pick? Uh. Uh, for Fractal Universe, maybe a song for, from our first album, Engram of Decline, called Collective Engram, a 10-minute long song, which is very progressive. There is lot of things that uh, happens during that song and um, and you also did the very cool acoustic uh, version as a bonus track on Rhizomes of Insanity yes right? indeed yeah yeah okay cool and the third one <clears throat> I will pick um, Rising Oblivion because it's really a more progressive song and we got some stuff like that cool um, now um, uh, each each one of you can choose a song uh, like one uh, your favorite song right now. <laughs> mm, right now, um, okay. So, um, below from Leprous. Okay, um, I love to put that on the playlist. Um, what's next? Uh, uh, one one one, one for, for each. <laughs> um, <laughs> otherwise, the, the the playlist will be uh, very very long. <laughs> maybe uh, Yud from uh, Igor. Go? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Dystopia from Tesseract. It's uh, which is our sound guy's uh, how do you say that? The song the the song he checks uh, the PA okay. <laughs> to every night so. <laughs> so it, it 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 will be forever connected for you with the, with this yeah. tour. <laughs> you will have Up, a lot of memories totally. with this song. Yeah. Uh, favorite song for the moment I think The Spirit of BLZ Hub by God Dethrone which has become like the anthem of the tour of the tour everyone okay. is like singing that song uh, every day and, and do uh, do choir during their set which is pretty funny okay that's that sounds like a nice mixture um I I have to say that now um, because uh, last year um, not only Fractal Universe was one of my favorite albums of the year but also um, Soledad um, Catharsis and actually probably my most listened to song from 2019 was uh, Parasite uh. 
Thank you. <laughs> and uh, with that final solo from you, which is just mind-blowing. And yeah, I just wanted to say thank you for, for this beautiful moment of music. Well, thank you. Thanks to you. Uh, there are actually, yeah, there are, there are several uh, mind-blowing mind solos on this album by uh, Lucas, uh, Luca De La Rosa and uh, Liam McLaughlin. Yes. <laughs> and, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I choose to do something a bit different, a bit bluesy, a bit uh, with really a lot of emotions and it's really nice that people liked it. Uh, thanks to you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, great. Um, finally, um, I wanted to ask you now that the, this is this is going to be the last day of the tour, the last concert of the big tour. Um, what's uh, what's up next for Fractal Universe? Do you have any plans uh, that you can reveal already? Um, right now we are working on new songs, so uh, everything is basically written out. We're now working on the pre-productions of the vocals, so we're going to hit the studio in summer if everything goes well and we aim for a release in uh, early next year so that's for a start and then uh, in terms of shows we have a couple small size festivals uh, this summer and uh, yeah let's see if we get ever other touring opportunities like this in the future that would be great all the best to you guys thanks for being on the podcast and uh, i'm really looking forward to the show tonight uh, not long now uh, see you next time merci beaucoup Thank you very much. Freaks out. The Freaks Progcast presented by the Prague Space is a production of Stuus Media and is recorded at the Moonbase Studios in Munich. The show is produced by Janine Stangel, Blake Lewis, Kai Metzner, Dario Albrecht, and myself, Randy M. Salo. Our theme music is provided by This Is Not An Elephant. Thanks for tuning in, freaks. See you next time. Freaks out. <laughs>